Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Surviving Empathy. I am your host, Brian Russell of Chef Bry Comedy. And uh, you can reach me at all of my socials at Chef Bry Comedy. That's Chef B-R-Y Comedy on Twitter, Instagram, and now on Facebook. And today's episode is about fitness. And I'm not talking about fitness donut into my mouth. I'm talking about fitness, baby. Uh, we, we are a culture obsessed with uh, looking good and feeling good and looking strapped and buff uh so i just you know i want to give you guys uh what i think is the proper way to work out um as a fitness runner i've been doing it for over 10 years of course i go i've been running ever since uh the army days way way back when and uh so i think there's a right way and a wrong way to not only physically do it but there's a right and wrong way to look at it as well so i want to give you my two cent advice that i you know of course, every time you start a workout regimen, make sure that you talk to your doctor first and get permission. Um, there's always going to be people out there that have uh, certain uh, specific needs. So before you get into uh, doing what I say, please, please consult an expert on this. Um, but yeah, it, you know, I, I really don't want to give you bad advice. I'm here to give you good advice. So um, I'll give you my backstory on my fitness experience and uh, I'll try to go into as much of it as I can. Uh, this is an hour and 12 minutes of uh, goodness. Uh, so grab a beverage. Make sure you pee first because this is a long one. Well, I guess there's a pause button. But, uh, you know, grab your favorite snack. Make sure it's a healthy snack. And uh, grab your favorite girl or gal. And let's get started. Well, hello again, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to my 11th episode of Surviving Empathy. I am your host, Brian Russell of Chef Fry Comedy. And, uh, you know, it's, it's you know, 10 in the can, man. I can't believe it. It's like, it's going by so fast. And, you know, I just want to, you know, before I start, just to uh, thank everybody for, you know, uh, be, you, being so kind and just being so generous and being, you know, so good to me. Um, you know, there's a learning curve to all this. And if you listen to my first episode and you listen to my 10th episode, you really start to see that I'm coming into my own, you know, because at first, you know, you don't want to give off too much attitude. You don't want to say too much, you know, and as you go on, you realize, fuck it, man, you know, regular people understand regular people. And that's what I'm shooting for is to just get regular people out there to, um, you know, relate to regular life stuff, you know, that's what comedians do, you know, comedians, you know, when you're on stage, <clears throat> it's all uh, observational humor, you know, it's like, hey, you know, when you're missing a a, dry, a sock from the dryer, you know, it's, it's, we've, we find it funny when other people uh, go through the same stuff we go through, there's something relatable about that. So, that's what I, I like to do. It's just, you know, just be relatable, be real, you know, keep it, keep it, keep it real, man. Um, so thank you guys for, for everything. And, uh, for those who don't like my podcast, take a hack, Jack. No, <laughs> no, you guys, if it, it gets better. There's a work in progress. You know, I wrote yesterday about, you know, Wolfman Jack back in the day and Rick Dees and uh, Matt Pinfield and all the uh, VJs from the MTV crew, <clears throat> Kennedy. And uh, uh, who's that other one? God, he was my favorite. Now I can't remember his name. Uh, it'll come to me. Oh, Kurt Loader. Kurt Loader. Um, but, 
you know, being a VJ, being a DJ, uh, being a radio personality uh, is this fine line between being yourself and and being larger than life. And I'm trying to strike a balance, you know, and yes, I could put on the radio voice and I could put more, you know, bass in my voice. That would make me feel better, my ego, you know, satisfying my ego of manliness and all that. But you know what? Fuck it, you guys, you know, just be yourself, be yourself. So I just want to thank you guys for just letting me be myself. And uh, I assure you, I'm letting you be yourself as well. You guys have been fantastic, and I just wanted to thank you. So that's 10 episodes in the can, and here we are. Uh, you know, I feel like I'm a uh, better version of myself already. And so, you know, yeah, you know, uh, so today I wanted to talk about uh, fitness. Fitness donut in my mouth. No, <laughs> no. Seafood. I'm on a seafood diet. I see food and I eat it. Uh, okay. Enough of the bad jokes, but no, today I wanted to go over, uh, fitness and what I do and what works for me. Uh, because, you know, frankly, uh, everybody's got their, you know, every, we're, we're in a fitness crazed society, you know, and it just gets so darn easy to, um, listen to the wrong advice and to push ourselves too hard. And so I just want to kind of go over what I do and how I got into it. And, um, you know, uh, cause there's, I think there's like people who love working out like the rock and then there's people who, you know, do it, but don't love it, you know, and they just do it cause they have to. And, uh, I think that would probably be most of us, you know, nowadays is, uh, the majority of us nowadays we do it, but then we burn out. And so, you know, I just kind of wanted to, tell you my thoughts about uh, my beliefs on fitness and diet and uh, what I do. Uh, and I'll go into what I've done wrong in the past and what I've done right and uh, kind of go into, uh, I've got a big list here and uh, I'll go through it. Uh, I think I put it in the right order. If not, yeah, it'll, it'll work out. But um, yeah, so um First, I wanted to tell you that, yeah, I, I am a fitness runner. Um, these days at 47 with fibromyalgia, uh, I'm able to run usually two to three times a week. Um, for a long time there, I was running <clears throat> still three times a week, but I was running uh, about three to three and a half miles per run. And uh, that's perfectly fine, especially for people who are just starting out or especially for, um, you know, you, you do your workout and then you do a little run afterwards. That's a very normal thing. And uh, a lot of people will tell you that if you run too far, um, you can actually uh, have a opposite effect. Uh, and I'm not, a, I'm not a doctor and I'm not an expert. So just take my advice with a grain of salt. But, um, <clears throat> they do say that, uh, when you run too far, if you push yourself too hard, you actually stress out your body and you can increase your, um, what's it called? Your, uh, your, your cortisol levels and then your cortisol levels are, um, uh, what happens when you stress yourself out, cortisol can be stored in your body and that perpetuates uh, weight gain. So when you're stressing yourself out, the cortisol levels go up and uh, you actually put on weight instead of lose weight. It's just kind of a weird thing. And so they've determined that um, if you run 
uh, not too far. You don't push yourself too, too hard. Um, you're putting yourself in that sweet spot between um, not stressing your body out too much, um, but actually getting some benefits out of it. So I'll, I'll kind of go into it. You know, uh, for me, um, there was a time when I was running 20 miles a week and, you know, there's a lot of fitness people out there who think that's nothing, but you know, I'm 47 years old. I have a pain condition, you know, and, um, you know, there was a time where, um, you know, like in the army, for example, we'd go on 10 mile runs routinely and, uh, it, it, it's just a little bit much for me now. I don't think there's any, you know, benefit of it. I think you tear up your ligaments, you tear up your body and, well, we all want to, <clears throat> you know, at least one time, uh, do a marathon or a half marathon. I never have. I've, I've, I've entered five Ks a couple of times, um, back in the day. Um, but, but I, I just really don't believe that's good for your body, but you know, it's a rite of passage. Everybody has got to at least do it once. I suppose. I don't know. I've never, I never cared to run that far. 10 miles was about my limit. I guess that's almost a half marathon was that 11 miles would be a half marathon. But anyway, uh, so, so I got started in running, uh, for a couple reasons. Uh, first of all, it was because, uh, in the army, uh, you have no fucking choice. It's either run or get in trouble. So, so you learn to run. And the thing about the army that taught me about fitness is, um, that you can do an amazing amount of body transformation just by doing push-ups, sit-ups, and 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 cardio. You know, running. And uh, in in the Marine Corps, they add one more thing to their PT test. That's so on a PT test. That's a physical training test. Um, you you, you run, <clears throat> and then you do your push-ups and your uh, sit-ups. And now sit-ups aren't really that good for you, especially if you have back problems like me. So I would recommend crunches and other variations. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of where I learned to run, you know. Um, that's where I got the bug, if you will. And, you know, I I'm not a naturally, I don't love fitness. It's I don't wake up geared towards fitness. I'm like, oh, I just got to get a work on workout on. You know, a lot of people, it's like their drug, you know, they just... They got to do it and they love it. And uh, that's just not me. You know, I'm kind of the John McClain, you know, like uh, Bruce Willis, you know, would lift weights when he was doing Die Hard. And, uh, you know, as soon as the movie's over, you're like, fuck enough of that shit. You know, uh, I think uh, Russell Crowe is like that. He, 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 he's had to get fit for movies, but it's not really his thing. And you'll notice a lot of people who are very fit in movies, um, they actually... Um, you know, they don't want to do that all the time. You know, it's, it's just ridiculousness. Um, so, uh, anyway, anyway, uh, I'm getting a message here. Thanks, babe. Good timing. Uh, <laughs> oh, let's see. Okay. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> distraction. Um, but, but fitness running for me. Yeah. These days, uh, I would say I run, if I'm being realistic, I run about 10 to 15 miles per week. Um, I usually do, uh, three runs, sometimes two runs, um, where I run about five miles and some change. Um, usually ends up being about five and a quarter miles. Sometimes it'll be five and a half miles. And I know that sounds like a lot for a lot of you guys. Uh, for my age, it's, crazy. I don't even understand how I do it, but, um, I do it. Um, but I do it 
uh, for a specific reason, you know, because it helps me with anxiety and it helps me, re, you know, recenter. Anytime my body's feeling off, whether it be, you know, mentally or physically, uh, I just find that breaking a good sweat uh, will just sort of reset your body, It'll recalibrate everything, you know, gets those endorphins going. So I recommend it. You know, I know a lot of people don't like running it's boring and uh you know i'll be honest i get bored too that's why i i you know bought a tv and put it in front of the uh treadmill and i watch movies and i've learned that watching movies versus music helps me because you know music especially when your taste is my taste you know like you know when you're listening to like metal um it really gets you going and amped up which is perfect when you're lifting weights um, but when you're, when you're running, you're trying to pace yourself because you will tucker out, you will poop out. And so unless you can run, you know, sprint, you know, an entirety of your three or five miles or whatever, um, you're going to, you're going to get pooped out and you're going to start walking. So I, I always recommend that people, um, do things that don't get them too amped up because you get too excited and, uh, you're going to tuck yourself out. So I like to watch movies instead uh, because it it distracts my brain. You know, when I'm watching a movie um, and, you know, uh, Maximus is, you know, from uh, Gladiator is doing something awesome. And, you know, I want to emulate the, the badassery of that. You know, <clears throat> it it kind of gives you strength. You know, it really does. Watching superhero movies does that. Captain America, especially when you're looking at people who have muscles and you're like, oh, man. I, it just makes you want to try all the harder. You know, I, I, you know, Rocky does that for me. Um, but, but yeah, uh, I, I would just suggest that if you're just starting out and running, um, you don't have to necessarily run as much as me, you know, um, even running a mile is, is plenty. You know, I know that the American Heart Association, uh, don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure that they want you to do, uh, what? 30 minutes per week of, of strenuous exercise. Um, so that means that you've got your uh, heart rate up above eh, some, some number, uh, but you want to maintain, uh, you know, a, car, a cardio to peak level of, uh, of heart rate for 20 to 30 minutes sustained. And it will actually, it's 20 minutes, three times a week. That's what it is. Uh, I think they want, uh, what is it? 30, 60. So 90, 90 minutes, 20, 40, 60, one hour. That's what it is. It's one hour per week, um, broken into increments of, you know, 20 to 30 minutes. Um, so that's what the American Heart Association recommends. And, um, I know, you know, when I go on, um, uh, Instagram, uh, I see a lot of fitness runners because I follow them. I see a lot of, uh, you know, uh, people who lift weights and they're super buff. Even these girls, they've got these beautifully big quads and you're like, man, these chicks kick my ass, you know? And so, you know, getting older, uh, it really has done a number to my, not only my ego, but also, um, my ability to stay motivated because when you see other people that are so, much more advanced than you it, it it's kind of a kick to the balls you know <laughs> so um but 
but you know, that's the thing about getting older is you got to get older with stride. You know, it's just so easy to get insecure and, and start thinking, ah, I'm over the hill. But when you look at like, uh, you know, these old guys, these 60 to 70 year olds with these gigantic beards and they're working out and they're just jacked. It makes you realize your body doesn't care. You know, you're, if you, if you do it right, you don't have to work out six hours a day and you don't have to run 20 miles a day. You know, you just, you, you gotta be consistent though. That's what it's all about is consistency. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, so my routine, yeah, is, uh, these days, um, uh, oh, oh, so yeah, I, I started to learn to run in the army and then, um, and then what really did it for me, you know, I went many years where, uh, when I got out of the army, I kind of like was partying and, and then I got older and I got out of that and, uh, I got to a point where I had to quit drinking. And so my new drug, when I stopped drinking, was uh running and so i i bought a treadmill and uh, i would drink coffee so coffee and uh, exercise was my new drug and you know some might say oh well you're replacing one drug for another but you know hey at least they're good for you you know um so yeah that's that's kind of what did it for me that you know when i quit drinking at 30 i'm 47 so i've been quit for you know 17 years now um, but I, I just ran religiously, you know, I ran in those days I could run so far where even like people are like, Hey bro, you're ever going to get off that treadmill? You know, uh, but I remember when I, uh, I was running, this was down in California. I was running and my mom and my aunt saw me cause they went somewhere and, uh, we lived in the same town and <laughs> they, uh, they were like, wow, you, you know, I saw you over here and now you're over here, you know, you're a really fast runner. And I, you know, I, not really, you know, but, but I think for people who aren't into fitness, you know, it's pretty, pretty spectacular, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm average, I'm average. You know, I don't, I don't consider myself an elite athlete. I just do what's necessary, uh, to feel good, you know? And so that's my recommendation, uh, about that. And then and that that brings me to my next topic here. I've got a list here, so uh, never mind that. Um, but uh, let's see. Um, so yeah, my routine is uh, I run two to three times per week, generally three and a half to five and a half miles per run, and then I lift weights uh, twice a week. And I it used to be a lot more than that. You know, back in the day, you would have what's called bro splits where you do just, you know, back and uh, chest and arms one day, and then, uh, you know, back and shoulders another, and then legs and abs another. Um, but I've learned that, and a lot of people will back me up on this, experts will say that when you do bro splits, um, you don't spend, you're spending way too much time on one body part and um, and not enough on total body symmetry. So I just recommend uh, uh, doing a full body workout two to four times per week. I do twice a week because I have a pain condition. Um, but if you work out hard enough and, you know, and you do the right exercises and you, you know, concentrate on form, um, you don't have to work out all the time, you know, but, but you do, you know, but it takes a while when you do two a week because you, you've got to hit every muscle and you have to hit every muscle. They, you know, they recommend, uh, hitting every muscle twice a week at, 
you know, minimum two to three times, not more than that, or, or else you're overtraining. Uh, but that's what I do is I do two full body workouts and I do two runs generally. Occasionally I'll do three runs. Um, so that's what I do. Um, and, uh, I've told you guys this before, but, um, I've gotten rid of doing, um, barbell curls with weights. So I do preacher curls instead. And the reason why I do that is that I can be in a seated position and anybody with back problems, uh, you don't have to worry about that load bearing weight. Uh, you know, pushing on your, uh, spine and on, you know, and, and, and that goes the same for deadlifts. You know, uh, if you, if you want to do deadlifts, you can do them, but I would recommend bands instead of weight or just, you know, use a lighter weight. Don't worry about, you know, being he man, you know, so that's my recommendation there. Uh, let's see. Uh, hmm. Oh. Seeking perfection sacrifices incremental progress. So what I mean by that is that um, I have a tendency, I have a fitness app that I use, and uh, I was asking y'all to kind of come by and be my friend on there, but I've decided not to because, um, frankly, uh, I'm not sure if I'm happy with this app yet. And uh, also, I just don't really have time to socialize on there, so there's no real reason uh, to have that on there. Excuse me, I'm going to cough, you guys. Sorry about that. I'm back. Um, but uh, so seeking perfection sacrifices incremental progress. What I mean by that is that I used to write my workouts in the ideal. So I would have a, re you know, I would do it by body part, too. So there would be like seven to ten exercises just of chest, seven exercises of just uh arms that would include biceps and triceps and then you know seven to ten exercises of, of legs and that includes uh, glutes quads and hamstrings and calves um, but I've learned that you know when I write it in the ideal I have this tendency to get overwhelmed because there's a it's a lot of work and so a lot of people might do that is like, you know, because, you know, I go way back, you know, I go back uh, long enough to know enough about fitness where I don't need a lot of guidance. Uh, the military helped me with that, but I used to work out in high school and college. And so I've been lifting weights since I was a wee lad. Uh, even my dad uh, was a, was a, a amateur weightlifter slash bodybuilder. Um, there was a time in high school where he lived with me and uh, we used to lift weights together. And that was a lot of fun uh, until, well, I won't go into that story. Uh, it's just what happens, man. Real life. Real life is real life. Um, but what I, you know, being, when you're a perfectionist, you don't concentrate on um, just getting out there, you know, be more concerned about simply getting your butt out there than worrying about perfection because when you try to be idealistic, um, you have a tendency to overwhelm yourself and you have this tendency to run out of time, you know. So a lot of people, you know, you write this great, big, beautiful workout and it's just perfect, um, but it takes a, a lot of time to get it just right. And so I would just recommend um, writing a workout that's realistic and attainable, you know. And so that's what I've done is I have two uh, full body workouts uh, and I won't go into what it is, but you know, it includes mostly barbell work with chest. 
mostly barbell work with uh, back. So, you know, you upright rows. Um, when I do my rows, I use, um, uh, I use, uh, what are they called? Those stretchy things. <laughs> Uh, I use uh, resistance bands, right? And uh, I usually do four sets of 25. And because it's a lighter weight, because they're bands, I can do 25 reps. Um, usually the reps I would recommend, especially starting out, is, um, you know, uh, you know, about 10 to 15 reps. Uh, sometimes I use the number 12. It's just the magic number. Um, but if, unless you're doing lighter weights, so that's the thing that most people know that if you're, if you're getting into weightlifting, uh, don't overdo it, especially at first, you're going to regret it. You're going to be sore for three or four days and it's going to be, you can't wipe your own ass. It's just not fun. You can barely put your underwear on. It's, it's a hassle. And so just be careful when you're first getting back to not overdo it. So if you're doing four to five sets of something, just do two or maybe three, um, and, and reps, you know, the heavier the weight, the fewer reps you do. So if you're really, really doing heavy, heavy, heavy weights, and that's what they recommend if you're trying to put on muscle is to do heavier weights and fewer reps. Um, I've heard what's popular is uh, really heavy weight, but only five reps. Um, I find that a little bit tedious and a little bit um, overly taxing. So I go with a medium weight and I usually do um, 10 to 15. So I might start off at 15 and then go down to 10. So, and usually four sets, four sets is do it, you know, because three sets doesn't feel like enough and five sets feels like too much. So the magic number for me is four sets. Um, so that's what I would recommend as far as weight training. Um, let's see here. Uh, so yes, yeah, so, you know, just, you know, it's so easy to, to miss a workout. And so if you write your workouts to, to, for a particular day, like I used to do, I would say, well, this goes on Monday uh, and this is Tuesday and this is Wednesday. And then you skip that day and your OCD, or at least my OCD will say, well, I missed Monday, so I can't do that anymore. So try not to write your exercise regimen by day. Just give yourself a little bit of leeway there, because if you miss that workout, uh, because it's labeled Monday, you're kind of denying yourself that workout. So <clears throat> you can number your workouts like this is workout one, workout two. And so for me, I have four workouts and sometimes five. It's, it's workout one is uh, weight training. Workout two is a treadmill run. Workout three is weight training again. And then workout uh, four is, um, a treadmill again. And then sometimes I'll incorporate a weekend run. I love running on Sundays. Don't know why the vibe and the energy just feels right on Sunday. So a lot of times I'll get a good run in on a Sunday. But that's what I would recommend is just don't overdo it and don't put, you know, this perfectionist mentality on yourself. It's better to do something than nothing. So don't overwhelm yourself. That's what it's all about. When you write things too idealistically, you're like, well, you know, you, you don't even start because you're overwhelmed. You're like, oh, I got to do five of these and five of these and five of these. So just, you know, stay realistic within your own uh, fitness uh, level, you know, do something, get, get out there and be consistent. You know, it's, it's better to be tired and to do a little bit of something than to be tired and give up. But the caveat to that is that if you're super tired and you're, you're really not, 
uh, feeling, uh, you know, like maybe you're overly fatigued, you know, especially with burnout, you know, maybe you're working a job or maybe you're working out or you're running. Uh, just be aware of the right time to rest and the right time to recuperate and the right time to exert, you know, so there's that whole exertion to rest ratio. So just try to be mindful of that. Um, for me, you know, um, I try, you know, those full body workouts, they take longer because there's more exercise, but I try never. And I used to do this. I'd go two, two and a half, three hours, but I was watching television. I was making phone calls. I was, you know, working on the side. So three hours was really, you know, the actual workout time was probably more like 45 minutes. So that's okay. You know, um, for you guys that are just not into working out, I really recommend working out between commercials. You know, if you watch TV, do that. Or if you read uh, audiobooks, you know, audiobooks are perfect because they're relaxing and you don't have to stop. Um, you don't have to pay too close of attention to what's going on. Um, but just anything that tricks your brain into uh, staying consistent, keep doing it. You know, and so once you stay consistent for weeks on end for a certain amount of time, you're going to start to realize, hey, wow, wow, look at me. I've developed uh, good habits, you know, so um, I'm working on that because of my fibro and because of starting this podcast. I kind of I took last week off. So this week today I got to work out, man, I got to get going. So I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to do it. Um, so there you have it on that. Don't be a perfectionist. Um, perfection. And perfectionism will come with time as you get better. Um, you can start challenging your goals, you know, like for running. You can challenge how far you run or you can challenge how fast you can run three miles. Um, or, you know, like me, I used to run, uh, you know, three times a week. My first two runs would be, you know, an hour. And then uh, my third run was how fast can I run, uh, you know, a 5K, which is just over uh, three miles. Um, so, you know, that's one way to do it. You know, um, you can train for muscle failure. So like your, your three sets you do normal and then your last set, you really bring it and do as many as you can. Um, or at the end of the week, you can do what's what I call a max test, you know, where you just, whatever your workout is and whatever exercises it consists of, just do a max of each one. So push-ups, do a max. Do, you know, curls, uh, bicep curls, do a max, you know, and, and then record it and then look at how you've progressed over time, you know. So that's my recommendation. But, um, if you're not in good health or, or you're, you're not super experienced, please consult in a doctor first. I am not a professional. This is just my lay person advice. Um, but yeah, I've been, I've been at it for a while. So I know what's up. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, oh, oh. So, uh, how I eat intermittent fasting. Um, so I lost 30 pounds last year. Um, and I didn't do it from, uh, anything but just changing the way I ate. Um, I used to eat two to three meals a day religiously. Um, I started learning about what's called intermittent fasting. Um, and that's what works for me is I'll go. You know, they say go 12 to 16, 16 hours without eating. But like I said, consult a doctor, especially if you have, uh, you know, any kind of like, uh, 
uh, diabetes or anything, or if you have blood sugar problems, be careful. Um, but for me, uh, you know, I can, I can go 16 to 20 hours without eating and it, it, it practically starves you. But when your body's used to it, uh, you know, you'll eat your last, uh, snack, you know, in the evening and then your first meal doesn't come till five, six o'clock at night. And, uh, that just works for me. If that doesn't work for you, there are easier ways to intermittent fast. So just, you know, look up intermittent fasting for you. Um, but that's what works for me is, uh, it really got both of us really, Rebecca and I is it helped us to shrink our stomachs. And so once our stomachs were shrunken, uh, it doesn't require as much food to fill you up. And then over time, you really start to just drop pounds because you're, your stomach can't handle all that food anymore. So that's my recommendation with that. Uh, let's see here. Um, <laughs> uh, how are you guys doing? You, you, am, I, am I holding your attention? You know, I love you guys, right? You know that. <laughs> let's see. I've got a list here. Um, yeah. So um, I got here after that. Uh, why I wasn't losing weight, uh, weight training and evening, evening snacking and uh, what my wife's problem is, you know, cause my wife, has really mastered, uh, like me, the intermittent fasting. She can go long periods of time without eating, uh, sometimes longer than me even. I was like, wow, you know. And sometimes that can be a sign of depression or anxiety. So make sure when you're doing it, you're doing it for the right reasons. Don't don't starve yourself because you're looking at bikini models. Do it for the right reasons. And if you have to eat, eat for God's sake, eat, <laughs> you know, and don't starve yourself. It's not about starving yourself. You know, that's the caveat. It's not about, you know, starving yourself and, and going without you put the right amount of calories in there. It's just that you're giving your body, uh, you know, 12 to 16 hours of time off where it has to learn to convert the food that's already in there. So that's, you know, like I said, I'm, consult a dietitian, consult a doctor before you do any of this stuff. But I'm just telling you what works for me. So, you know, don't don't say, hey, you know, Chef Bry said this, and you know, and it didn't work for me. You know, I'm not I'm not an expert. I'm just telling you what I know from my experience. Um, I do follow the science, and I try to give you guys the best advice I can. But uh, everybody's different, so just consult with your doctor first. Uh, but yeah, my wife, you know, she got really good at, um, you know, just not eating until later in the evening and then, uh, we would eat and, um, uh, but, but her, her problem and basically both of our problems, but her a little bit worse is, um, just filling your, your evenings with evening snacks, um, eating chocolate bars, eating ice cream. That's kind of our thing. Um, and so we buy these dark chocolate, uh, variety packs that, you know, they're like Mr. Goodbar and Hershey's and all the, but they're, but they're the dark chocolate versions of it. And they're really good, but occasionally I'll eat seven, eight, nine, ten, Um, and that's not where it's at. You know, the whole point of me buying the chocolate bars and the fun size is so that you would eat three and stay there. It's kind of like the skinny cow products where you, you know, uh, they're low calorie and they're bite sized and you're, it just helps you get rid of your sweet tooth without actually, um, you know, uh, eating a whole bunch, you know, <laughs> it's like the old joke. I can't remember who it was, but he's like, Oh, those, 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 uh, weight watchers are so good. I eat seven or eight of them, you know, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> 
But uh, yeah, so, um, you know, just, you know, try not to eat too many empty calories. Make sure that if you are intermittent fasting, that when you do finally eat, um, you're putting uh, good nutrition in your body. You know, make sure you're eating green vegetables. Make sure you're getting just the right amount of protein. You don't need uh, nearly as much protein as you might think. So you don't need a, you know, 20 ounce steak, um, three to four ounces is plenty for your body. Um, you know, a couple times a week, you don't need tons of, of meat. Like a lot of people think you don't have to, and unless you're, you know, one of those strong men and you're burning, you know, six to 10,000 calories a day, you don't need that much protein. Um, so like I get, like I said, consult a professional, uh, so here I have uh, thinking about exercise improves fitness. Um, I, I have this tendency to um, be very fickle with my exercise apps. I'll, you know, try to find the right one and this one's too complicated and this one, I don't like the way it looks or this one doesn't save to the cloud and eh, this one here uh, doesn't, um, you know, it doesn't have dark mode or whatever, you know, and and so I finally found an app that I like. It's called Heavy, H-E-V-Y. It's super simple, um, and I like it because I just need a workout list. I don't need somebody holding my hand through every exercise, you know, so if you want something that's more coaching and guidance related, I would look into that. Uh, there's a lot of programs that have that on the on the, you know, the, the, the play store there. Um, but for me, I just needed a gym log, you know, something that just kind of helps me keep track of what I'm doing and when and how much, uh, and how much weight. Um, so for, for me, heavy works a lot. Um, but I have this tendency to like write and rewrite and write and rewrite, you know, I get 20 minutes in the evenings where I'm thinking about it and I'm not working out. I'm only thinking about working out and I, keep retooling and re, you know, fixing my workout regimen. And, um, I have heard, you know, um, don't, don't, you know, get on me about this, but there are studies that people who think about fitness and, 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 and think about working out and, uh, actually burn calories. It's actually good for you to be, uh, fitness minded. And so even if you're not working out as much as you want, um, just, you know, thinking about fitness, um, incorporating it into your daily life, um, allowing those thoughts to come into your head actually prepares your mind and body for the whole fitness experience. So just something to think about. Um, so, you know, I actually learned that on Big Bang Theory, um, but it's true. I, I looked it up and it's true. Is that just being mindful of fitness actually helps you stay more fit? Something to think about. Uh, let's see here. Um, uh, yeah. So, so writing your plan, make sure that it's realistic. Um, try not to be overly idealistic because you're just going to burn yourself out. Uh, so remember anything is better than nothing. Um, oh, and then another thing I do, uh, in the evenings, uh, I do my evening stretching and mindfulness. Uh, a lot of times I have, uh, I have a lot of, uh, you know, knots in my shoulders and I have a little bit of a shoulder problem. A lot of guys get what's called a locked shoulder. Um, and uh, it gets to the point where you just can't move your shoulders really well anymore. And, um, you know, the muscles get really tight. 
and you start getting ligament problems and shoulder problems and you'll grow calcifications on your uh, clavicle. That was what happened to me. That's why I had to have shoulder surgery about six years ago. I had uh, these calcifications grind off because when I was doing push-ups, they were cutting into the muscle. Uh, so, so yeah, um, just, um, <laughs> I totally lost my train of thought. I do that. Uh, but, but, um, just stay realistic. Oh, 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 oh. And, and so, yeah, I, I stretch and I do what's called, you know, uh, I do a little bit. I get a baseball. I have a baseball and I have a softball. And so if I really need to get in there, uh, I use the baseball because it's sharper. The curves are sharper. And, and when I, something that's a little bit better on you is a, ba a softball. And that might be a little much for some people. So, you know, whatever works for you, don't, don't, you know, deep tissue uh, massage is really good for me. And you can just kind of, you lean on the baseball on your shoulders and you just kind of just let your weight um, kind of act as a uh, focal point and you just do, um, you know, it's, it's basically just uh pressure point stuff. You know, you're doing pressure point, uh, deep tissue massage. And uh, the one thing I would say about that is be careful though, when you're doing that, I actually, when I did it on my right side for a time, my right shoulder, um, I was leaning on a softball and I would stay there too long. And I actually uh, started messing up the nerves in my shoulder and I was getting a sort of dead arm uh, for a while where I was getting tingles. And so you can actually hurt your ner your nerves. So just be careful that you're not overdoing it because it's, it starts feeling really good. And it's like that hurt so good feeling and you can overdo it. So just be careful that you're not overdoing it. I'm, I'm one of those people that just have a tendency that if you, if I do something, I tend to overdo it. So just maintain a balance there. Uh, let's see here. Uh, da, 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 da. Um, uh, yeah, so so what I do during that time is it's my mindfulness. And sometimes I'll even smoke a little bit of pot. That's up to you if it's legal in your state. You know, I smoke a little bit of pot and I get, you know, a little bit stoned and I start doing stretches on the floor um, because we have a tendency as humans to not uh, lay on hard surfaces enough. You know, and hard surfaces are good for cracking your bones and it's good for just smooshing your muscles and getting everything uh, you start to get all that um, lactic acid out of your muscles. And so for me, uh, you know, 20 minutes on the floor uh, with maybe a roller or with uh, a ball or one of those massage balls um, and just kind of hit them on all your spots. Um, I do it on my glutes. I do it on my uh, quads and my shoulders, even uh, my lower, lower neck. Uh, there's Right where my neck meets my shoulder, I get a lot of issues. And so I've if you hit the right angle and you kind of, you know, tilt your body up a little bit, you know, with your feet on the, you know, and you're laying on the floor, uh, you, you can really hit those pressure points. But like I said, don't overdo it. But th that mindfulness, not only does it help, uh, you know, physically because you're doing massage and you do all these stretches. So learn stretches. If you don't have a, a good understanding of body mechanics, find on the internet, uh, reputable places that have good stretches, floor stretches that you can do on the floor. Um, that's what I do is I stretch and I'm mindful. It's, it's kind of like my mindfulness. It's kind of like a, a state of meditation, if you will, you know.
And so that works a lot for me. I do that at least two to three times per week. Um, and uh, that kind of uh, brings me to, uh, I was thinking about it, you know, uh, adults, adults don't do enough stretching. Adults don't reach for the floor enough. As we get older, um, our pelvic girdle gets kind of messed up and uh, we tend to, we're not as flexible as we once were. And so bending down, bending over is difficult for us oldies. Uh, I'm 47. I, I, I don't look 47, but man, do I feel it sometimes. Um, and so it, it got me thinking about uh, plyometrics. Now, plyometrics or plyo as it's called is sort of just um, jumping. It's a lot of jumping and a lot of uh, just jumping around. Um, see, and, and I attribute it to this. When, when you're a kid, Kids are super flexible and they're tiny and they don't, they're not tall as us. And so they can reach the, the floor really easy with their hands and they can pick up balls and they can do things. And um, that activity of, of bending your knees and bending your back and picking things up uh, is, is a child's natural way of staying physical and healthy. And it helps you with your flexibility and it helps you uh, to, you know, gain strength in your back and your quads. And uh, so plyometrics is a really good one. Sometimes you can even replace plyo for uh, regular cardio. If you're not into running, uh, you can do plyometrics. And uh, plyo is super good. Um, and it really, to me, it, it it's kind of like the adult's version of playing as a kid, you know, because you're squatting and you're jumping and you're hopping and you're, you know, that, is something that adults just tend not to do very much anymore. So that uh, can really help you to uh, gain the, the flexibility in your joints and gain uh, the proper musculature in those muscles that just get ne neglected, especially our quads. You know, even as a runner, um, I, I have really good calves and really bad quads. And so <laughs> I've made a promise to myself, uh, don't skip leg day. Don't be that guy. You're going to have these gigantic arms, and these little teeny legs. So don't do that. Um, make sure that you're, you know, when you're working out, you're not just working out the pretty muscles like your chest and your arms, but make sure that you're working out the muscles evenly. And uh, especially, uh, you know, those muscles that we tend to neglect, which is like often our quadriceps, um, you know, just, you know, keep a good balance there. Um, but plyometrics, is a really good way of doing cardio and um, stretching and bending and jumping. It replaces, you know, kid play. That's what kids do at recess. You know, they run and jump and play and hopscotch and all that stuff. You know, it's good for you. And so that's what adults, uh, they get out of the habit of doing that. So I would recommend some form of plyometrics. If you don't know much about it, look it up. Make sure you're looking at reputable sources um, but yeah, plyo, good stuff because it acts as, it acts as not only cardio, but it also acts as strength training and it helps you stay flexible and limber. So good stuff. Um, and then here I have, uh, not beating yourself up or striving for perfection, but merely restarting after a while off. You know, um, we have this tendency, you know, you know the old saying that a body in motion stays in motion and a body at rest tends to stay at rest. 
Um, so, you know, it's real easy, especially when you're busy and you're working, especially if you don't like your job and it's making you irritable and cranky and depressed. Uh, it gets so very easy to just stop and stay stopped, you know, so just, you know, I would recommend starting at the beginning of a week, get everything written out, written down, um, you know, because when you wing it, you're, you know, it's kind of like, uh, there's an old saying in the military, when you fail to plan, you plan to fail. So when it comes to working out, don't just go in there and kind of willy nilly this and willy nilly that make sure you have it written down, um, or at least memorized, uh, you don't necessarily have to use an app to do that, but I would recommend one because um, it helps you stay mindful and it also helps you stay mindful of your rest in between sets. Um, it, you know, you can do cardio by not resting a lot between sets, but it can be dangerous. So just be careful with that. Um, but um, I just I like to take my time because I do my cardio separate for my strength training uh, so for me, you know, resting at least, you know, a minute to 90 seconds between sets, uh, is ideal. I believe, um, if you're, you know, just getting started, maybe two to three minutes, uh, just, you know, don't worry about it. You know, um, when you strive for perte- perfection, you have a tendency to give up because you're putting too much pressure on yourself to be like others. And this is not about being the best. It's about being your Best. So just remember that when you're um, starting out and if you or or if you, you're, uh, you know, into fitness, but you just took a week off, you know, a lot of people uh, take time off for injury or sickness, um, sometimes just for mental health. Um, I have a tendency uh, as a rule to take one week off every six weeks. Um, that's just me. Um, other people might recommend that a little bit differently. Um, they might say, you know, a week, a few days off every, you know, three months or something like that. It depends on how old you are and what your fitness level is. Um, but always let your body reset. You know, recuperating is, is just as important as exertion. So just remember that going in and, uh, just remember that, you know, taking a day off, don't let, don't make it become three days off. Don't let it become a whole week off unless you're in recuperation mode. Um, that, that's my advice there. Uh, so here I have, um, don't overtrain, especially in the beginning. Um, it, it's so easy to look at those buff people on TV or on social media and think, oh, I can get there. You know, I used to be a, you know, like me, I, I used to be an amateur bodybuilder back in the day and I looked great. I, I cannot compare myself to my former former self. It's just, it's impossible. I'm never going to get that big again. Um, especially, you know, when you're over 40, um, your body doesn't want to carry muscle the way it used to. So just be more uh, satisfied with looking and feeling good than looking buff. Um, and for you girls out there, you know, worry more about um, just, you know, uh, burning calories when you, when you do physical exercise, um, running can get you there in terms of losing weight, um, but but working out and strength training will keep you there because uh, when you when you work muscles, um, your resting uh, calorie consumption goes up. So even at rest, you're burning more calories because your muscles require more sustenance 
than they did when you didn't have a lot of muscle. So just uh, try to remember that going in and don't don't give up because you had one bad day. Um, we all do that, man. You know, and that's that's not just for working out. That's that's a that's a that's advice for life is that you have one bad day and you're you're stressed out and you're anxious or you start crying or, you know, some somebody's being a jerk to you or, you know, maybe you just had a long day and it, it just upset you or something out there in society is upsetting you. Try not to think of life as I'm having a bad day. Tell yourself you're having a bad moment. That way you allow yourself permission to uh, turn the page, not tomorrow, but in an hour or five minutes or however long works for you. So, you know, process your feelings, process your fatigue, process your your um, anger and frustration, but you don't have to let it ruin the whole day. You know, Rebecca and I, uh, we... Uh, you know, you get into a little skirmish once in a while and I try to tell her, let's not let this ruin the whole night. You know, I'll get a little irritated and uh, maybe maybe we'll have words. Um, and it's easy to just let that uh, fester and ruin the whole evening. And so I tr- try to tell her, you know, hey, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry I got that way. I'm overly tired, you know. And uh, I don't let it ruin the whole day because when you look at, life as days rather than hours or minutes or moments um you're always like well i'm having i had a bad day and fuck it this day is over and you don't you don't turn the page until you've slept and there's no reason to do that you know i mean some days it works out that way but for the most part i would really suggest just uh you know um turning the page as soon as you feel ready you know you're processing your grief or you're processing your fatigue, or you're processing your uh, anger or, or stress or whatever, you know, think about it in terms of moments rather than days, because that way you can turn that day around. You don't have to have a bad day just because something bad happened in your morning. Let your afternoon be better than your uh, morning, you know? So just, uh, you know, a little bit of uh, uh, two-cent advice for you. Uh, oh, so here... Uh, is pretty much the last thing I have to say about it, and that is um, uh, every year or every other year, we go out to California to visit friends and family. Uh, my my in-laws are out there still, and uh, I've got friends that I absolutely love and adore out there. And, uh, and uh, you know, you, you want to look good. You want people to think that you haven't just been doing awful. You know, you want to look and feel your best. And, uh, you know, a lot of ladies out there, you know, you want to get into that bikini or you want to get into that sundress for summer. Um, and it gets so insanely, we put ourselves under this pressure to, to be like, Oh, I got to lose 20 pounds in like, you know, one or two months. It's like, you know, so don't, don't set unrealistic expectations for yourself. But, um, yeah, I'm going to California in uh, uh, early October, so I'll be gone a week. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to go on a quick hiatus with the podcast. I'll, I'll probably just record ahead uh, because, you know, I like you guys having content. You know, I like being out, uh, putting out content for you guys. So we'll see about that. But um, But going back to California, you know, we didn't go last year because of the pandemic. Uh, and so this year, um, you know, we were there in 2019 and, uh, we had a great time. 
Uh, and so we're going to go back and uh, thankfully by then most of the COVID mask restrictions will be gone. Um, that doesn't mean to say that, you know, uh, you know, if people want me to wear my mask, uh, I'll wear it, you know, because uh, do, do whatever uh, it, it's really dependent on the business or the store or the person's home, you know, respect what they want because there still is a Delta variant out there and that variant uh, could very well, uh, even though you have the vaccine, you could hit, you could get that variant and get very sick. Uh, so just uh, be mindful of that. But yeah, I want to look really shredded, man. I want to, hey, you know, I want to look super awesome and buff um, uh, because I'm, you know, I've lost all this weight. You know, I've lost 30 pounds since last year. I had to purchase all brand new shirts, uh, because I was wearing a double XL, uh, and now, uh, XLs fit me really well. And all those other shirts look like dresses. So, you know, I had to, you know, do that. And, and that, that reminds me, don't not lose weight just because you're worried about, um, you know, none of your clothes will fit anymore. Um, you'll find a way, you know, um, we used to watch what not to wear and, uh, they could show you ways of having like 10 garments that can last you an entire month. So you don't need a huge wardrobe. Um, so if you're losing weight, worry more about your health, worry more about your fitness and worry more about how you feel than your clothing. If, if you're, if you go down a size, so what? You know, I, I just bought a whole bunch of t-shirts. If I go down more, I'm, I'm fine with bar, buy, buying large instead of extra large. You know, uh, I don't think I will though, because, um, you know, I'm lifting weights. And so I, I tend to, you know, swell up a little when I'm doing that. Uh, but just, you know, don't, don't, don't beat yourself up, man, you know, and don't, don't sacrifice health for, oh, because all my clothing is a certain size. Don't do that. That's not good. Um, because you can, you can have a small but efficient wardrobe and there are always ways of getting there. Uh, put a little money aside, you know, um, these days, you, you know, there's a lot of ways where you can like on uh, QVC, you've got for pay. And, uh, I know that PayPal allows credit with a lot of people sign up for their credit. Um, that there's that way there's, they have for pay as well. And then there's these companies with synchrony bank that have like an affirm that, that allow you to pay. Um, as so long as it doesn't have interest, I'm fine with that. Just make sure you pay it in time or else, all that compounded interest is going to screw you. Uh, <laughs> but getting back to my point, um, yeah, uh, going down, down to California, you know, I want to look good. You know, people people down there are used to sunshine and uh, there's just a different standard. Uh, people up here in Oregon, you know, they, they tend to have beards. They tend to have, uh, you know, a little bit more weight on them because, you know, eight months out of the year, <clears throat> you know, it's it's cloudy, you know, so so. So being fit is, is often a priority based on how sunny it is and where you're at, you know, Florida, California, there's a reason why people want to be more fit out there because the sunshine, uh, you know, allows you to go to the beach and allows you to get out to the lake. And so you want to look good. You want to feel good. Um, but just, you know, don't give yourself unrealistic expectations. You know, I don't expect that I'm going to lose uh, you know, 15 pounds before then. I, I, I don't expect that I'm going to look like Schwarzenegger by then, but I've decided that I'm going to, I've got my workout routine, you know, in hand, so to speak. Well, it's on my phone and I am holding my phone. So technically, <laughs> but, but 
I'm, you know, I'm going to be working out my four workouts, uh, two uh, weight training regimens and two cardio regimens. And uh, if you can't do all that, don't beat yourself up. Just do what you can. And even if you can't do like a big, long workout, I mean, do what you can. There's really good workouts out there that are called seven minute workouts. Do something like that or 15 minute workouts. Uh, I know Pinterest has a ton of that stuff. Um, but, um, that, that's what I would say is that don't, don't compare yourselves to others. You guys, you know, it's so easy to go, God, look at that guy. He's ripped. Um, yeah, of course I want to look like that, but you know what? Don't be so shallow and vain and insecure where you feel like you have to live up to the best of the best. You know, um, who you are and your value is not based on how you look. It is not based on how much you can bench press, and it is not based on your net worth. Your value, my friends, is based on what's in your heart. And so keep your heart in a good place, man. And when you have a good heart and you have good intentions, and that's, you know, like I've said it a million times that energy and intention go hand in hand. So when your energy is right, your intentions are right. And when your intentions are right, your, um, your, your, your beauty, your beauty comes out. Your beauty comes out. You know, I've had friends that are skinny. I've had friends that are fat. I've had friends that, you know, uh, are buff. Um, I've been everything from fat to buff in my life. And, um, I just, I roll with the punches, man. Just roll with the punches, accept who you are in, in the state that you're in. And if you're ready to make the change, just do it right, man. Do it right. You know, don't think you have to go to some extreme. Uh, because you don't, you know, um, and, and I'll leave you with one last thing. Uh, they say, uh, I don't know who they are, but I guess experts, they say that, um, that, that abs aren't made in the gym. They're made in the kitchen. And that is so very true because when I get skinny and start losing weight, um, you start to see those muscles poking through, you know? Um, so I would recommend don't, keep working and overtraining muscles. Um, be more mindful of, of maintaining the right weight. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I follow this fitness runner. I think her name is, um, um, it's escaping me. Um, Abby runner or something like that. Anyway, she's a sweet kid, man. And she's, she, you know, she's a track, uh, you know, a high school track star and she's a, she's a fitness runner and she blows me away. I could never run as far as her. Um, but she used to have a uh, eating disorder and, uh, she was too skinny and she, she would never eat. And, uh, so now she's developed habits of, of, of eating and enjoying food. You sh she shows pictures of herself, you know, eating ice cream cones and, you know, and that's the thing. You don't have to, Stay away from the foods you love. You just have to maintain a balance. So, you know, if you're eating ice cream seven days a week, of course you're going to gain weight. Um, but you can eat ice cream once a week, twice a week. You can eat it every night. So long as you're eating just a few bites, you know, so just, you know, try not to beat yourself up and try not to, uh, you know, go to extremes. Extreme, um, you know, behavior creates extreme results. You have a tendency to burn yourself out. Uh, and you'll have a tendency to kind of tire yourself out. And uh, when you're comparing yourself to the ideal, um, oftentimes you just kind of give up, you know, because you can't maintain. So 
I would recommend um, keeping yourself in the right mentality. And and there's a fine line there because uh, like my wife, for example, you know, she's self-described as fluffy um, and she's okay with being fluffy. And if you're not okay with being fluffy, that's okay. Um, but just make sure that if you're going to do something about it, you do something about it that, um, you know, that, that has the proper uh, amount of time involved. Give yourself three, six, eight months to do it right. Don't say, oh, I've got to lose, you know, 20 pounds in a month. You're not going to do it and you're going to starve yourself and you're going to make yourself cranky. And then when you don't meet your expectation, you're going to give up on yourself. And that's just not the way to go. So just kind of remember, you know, to, to be good to yourself. You know, um, if you need to take days off when you're uh, emotionally not there, um, that's okay. You know, like, especially if you feel like you're not going to be safe with weights, you know, um, safety is everything. And, uh, just, you know, consult a physician or consult an expert before you start any kind of weight training regimen. Uh, but yeah, that's what I got to say about it. You know, um, I've been running now, uh, well, you know, I, I ran in the army and then I kind of stopped for a long time. Um, and then I picked it back up around, I'd say 2010. So I've been running now for 11 years. Um, and yeah, for me, I would love to be faster. Like, why am I not running a five to six minute mile? Uh, you know, and so I'm trying at this point to challenge myself. Um, I, I run, uh, an hour and then I, um, no matter what distance I have after that hour, I, I do either, um, incline walking that helps you, um, it helps your calves and it helps your muscles grow. Um, but then I do wind sprints once a week. And that is where you just kind of run and sprint full speed for short bursts. Um, be careful. You can trip. <laughs> but um, that's what works for me, you know. And so um, what I would recommend is that if you're trying to improve your running and your speed, uh, I would recommend um, smaller runs. You know, like <clears throat> don't try to run five, six, seven miles as fast as you can because <clears throat> you're not going to be able to push yourself that far. Um, you know, maybe at your level, you want to run, uh, you know, your fastest half mile or your fastest mile. You know, see if you can do a mile in seven or eight minutes, you know, um, or even six minutes if you're into this. Um uh, and uh, as far as like you or or maybe a 5k, you know, like just keep challenging yourself. I know there's a lot of apps out there called um, Couch, Couch to 5k. Um, they're apps that uh, help beginning runners go from nothing at all to getting your best peak performance uh, at a 5k run. And that's about three miles. And that's that's what they recommend. Most people, they say uh, when you run three miles, um you know, it's about a half hour for most people. Um, and that's a really good amount of time to run where your cortisol levels aren't going crazy. Uh, when you start running six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 miles, um, your cortisol levels go crazy. So I would just recommend that if you do run long distances, um, kind of uh, don't overexert, you know, make sure that you uh, build up to it slowly and, um, and, and, and when you're running, um, start out slow and trot a little bit and then gain a pace and then keep, you know, gaining a pace. And that's, that's how I got 
to be a better runner. And then, of course, my wind sprints uh, once or twice a week. Uh, yeah, so that's what I got, you guys. I think I covered everything. Um, I just want to say that, you know, uh, whatever you look like, whatever you're doing in your life, if you're if you got a little bit of weight, uh, don't worry about that. Don't worry about how you look. Worry about how you feel and always let your um, not your ego or your insecurity. Don't let your ego and insecurity rule the day. Um, always let science and um, how you feel guide you. So if you're running and uh, your ligament feels pulled, please take a day off. It's not going to hurt. Um, me, uh, when sometimes I can uh, get away uh, if I'm running. I wear um, you know a knee brace. And that helps hold in all the cartilage so that you don't uh, overtrain that area. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got for today, you guys. Fitness. You know, it doesn't have to be, uh, you know, elite thing. You don't have to compare yourself to all those buff people on Instagram. And, God, there's no shortage of that. Uh, it can make you feel bad if you're insecure, but I'm not. I, I, I'm okay with the way I look right now. I'd like to be a, you know, a little more muscle packed onto me. I want to get those uh, abs poking out there, you know, uh, and I don't worry about being tan either. You know, that's another thing. Fitness people love being tan because it shows off more muscle. Um, tanning is not good for you, you guys. Um, a little bit of sunlight is good, but don't don't think you have to look like a piece of shoe leather to do it. Uh, I would highly recommend, uh, you know, seeking uh, professional help, especially in the beginning. Um, but but get excited and don't burn out. And if you're feeling burnt out, um, ask yourself, am I burnt out just because I had a bad day or am I burnt out because my body needs recuperation? You know, so, you know, that's my two cent advice. Um, I love running. Um, it resets my body. It makes me feel alive. You know, uh, <clears throat> there's a Metallica song, you know, of Wolf and Man, you know, <clears throat> and it talks about, you know, being one with the uh with the earth and uh you know just kind of being like a werewolf where you're you know you 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 know you're you're uh, just more alert and alive you know and that's the way it makes me feel more alert and alive and uh that runner's high you can't beat it all the weed in the world will not beat a good runner's high so <clears throat> excuse me uh i would just recommend uh do it properly uh and uh you know just have fun with the process, you guys. Everything in life, no matter whether you're at work or at home, try to t find joy in everything you do. And um, if you're feeling off and unbalanced, um, be careful because uh, being unbalanced is a sign that your your head ain't right and uh, you can injure yourself. So I would just recommend keeping your mind uh, you know, thoughtful and mindful and low and slow wins the race. Every time, don't get herky jerky with your movements. Don't overdo it. Don't overtrain. Don't go too fast. Low and slow wins the race. Um, you know, uh, you know, slow, thoughtful, mindful movements. Okay, so that's what I got. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. And uh, one last thing. Um, somebody uh, is asking me, "Hey, your chef Bry comedy. Uh, hey, chef, when are you going to talk about cooking?" <laughs> Uh, very soon, you guys, I'm going to tell you all about my adventures in culinary school and who my culinary heroes are. And I'm going to talk about, uh, 
you know, uh, what I cook and what and how to cook. And uh, I'm going to give you guys some some real, uh, real advice on how to cook where, you know, um, it, it, it's it, instead of uh, you, you can still follow a recipe. But remember that when you're cooking, there's there's only so many ways to skin a cat. They say I hate that metaphor because I'm a cat guy. Um, but there's only so many ways to cook. And so I'm going to give you guys sort of a learning how to cook in the spirit of cooking. Um, there's a right, there's an easy way to do it every single time. And I'll give you that advice on my next episode. It's all about cooking and, uh, you know, uh, being a chef. Yeah, man. I had a fun time. Uh, I hope you guys got something from this. Um, I want to thank you guys all from the bottom of my heart. I sincerely love you guys. And uh, if you're, if you like this and you like what I'm talking about, please support me. You know, I'm, I'm living in a trailer park, man. Come on, help a brother out. (laughs) Um, I'm going to be starting a Patreon, uh, Patreon page very soon where you can help me that way. Uh, you can help me just by liking my, um, <clears throat> social media. You can help and, uh, you can help me by, uh, just, you know, being nice to me and listening and continuing to just support me in any way you can. I know everybody's finances is different. So <clears throat> whatever you can do, uh, please help me out because I'm not just here for myself. I am here as a humanitarian and activist. I am trying to get our society to start conforming to um, not only a sense of, uh, of of humanitarian pursuits, but maximizing freedom, maximizing um, you know joy, and maximizing um, <clears throat> progress and best practices out there for the average worker. That's what's important to me. So thank you guys again for listening to my podcast. And uh, please uh, consult a doctor before you start any workout regimen. And uh, dudes, dudettes, guys, I love you. Um, you can reach me got, uh, at, on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter at Chef Bride Comedy. And I thank you so much for listening. Have a good day. I love you guys, man. Thank you. Have fun. Joy. Keep the joy alive. Even when you're feeling fucked up in the head, keep it as often as possible, you guys. Joy is all we got. Pursuit of pursuit of dignity. Dignity, you guys. We're preserving dignity for everyone. So, see you next time. Love you.